A. A. It's Wait, Don't Do It with your host, Rafael Mansor. And your girl, Nunu Paris, y'all. Telling you two, it's better. No, no, I got. <laughs> it's Pride season, honey. It's gonna be alright. We're gonna play Chromatica music the whole episode. Why y'all let my hair be all I'm like a this? free woman. Oh, yeah, so a lot of gay things are happening right now, like supporting black people. <laughs> supporting brown people, okay, supporting we just have to black trans women. We're redefining history and we're redefining the r- relations between queerness and uh, POC communities today because this is a movement and now we have to start just saying when we, meet, we when we say black lives matter we say black trans lives matter black gay lives lesbian bisexual everything in between honey we all matter um, just black lives though no, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> just kidding white people damn wait, damn wait. I can't take a joke in that it's better no lo haga me Yo, <laughs> so it's Pride. It's June. It's Gemini season. A lot's happening. The girls are popping off. The girls are protesting. The girls are supporting. Yeah. And people are being heard. That's what being Gemini is about. Talking, being heard. And I, I mean, and so much earlier this year was happening with queer culture. Uh, Bad Bunny was being applauded for his drag role in uh, Yo Pere Osola in his video. However, was it gay baiting? Because for me now, I'm realizing is he has stayed very quiet. Silencio para Black Lives Matter. Para uh, las vidas negras importan. So I'm really curious where he's been. And like I said, we all know that reggaeton mainly came from New York, from Puerto Rican and Dominican people. However, it's reminiscent of hip-hop culture, of the hip-hop sound. So we are not going to about... Like, we have to see how... Now, this is unacceptable. You can't be part of the culture and we then see be silent. You. Bad Bunny. And I wish I could say that in Spanish so you can understand. <laughs> I really do. I really do. You can say anything you want. But yeah, the thing I'm is... I'm going to translate everything I just said. The thing is, um, during this time, we have seen not only Blackout Tuesday, but really just uplifting of black and brown voices, which is important. We want to see more of it, though, because that's what's necessary to really change the tide and really take a step toward equity. Um, so Bad Bunny didn't really step up. Uh, who else stepped up? I am in love with the advocacy that uh, I've been seeing from Shake Relay, from Kendrick Sampson, from people that are using their platform and stepping up for the community. I, um, of course, we always love our girl AOC uh, for doing her part, but really Jamar Michael, dear white people's Jamar Michael. Um, if you follow Ding. him on Twitter or Instagram, he's very vocal, very funny. He's very no filter, but I really love how much um, time and energy he's put into protesting to really getting the out, uh, information out there. Um, and that's just how I've been so abreast of everything thing and seems to me diverse opinions uh, but also 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 Aquaria mm-hmm. um, and again I don't really clout white people for doing what they're supposed to do but uh, Miss Aquaria Giovanni the house down boots or whatever has been uh, definitely um, an advocate for uplifting black and brown voices has been calling out people like RuPaul who has been Silencio. Somewhere Silent. on a ranch fracking with his uh, white husband. So, Wyoming, to be exact. <laughs> I believe it's in Wyoming. Um, and facts are facts, America. But, but are you going to cast me on season 14 is the question. <laughs> and we have to also, you, you brought up earlier that we have to understand that RuPaul has already, he's him being RuPaul is a statement that, yeah, he's he's been political before. He's not afraid to break the rules. He's not afraid to challenge authority. But now it seems like that he's made it. 
he's made it to the top, and now he feels complacent or maybe protective of what he's gained, and now he doesn't want to speak up because of I guess right. because to me, like I said, if you you hinted something in the season ten reunion that I went back well, to. Big Sam, it's hard and to it watch. Was, it's hard, it's to, watch hard to watch because it's very much. It came across as. I made it, so you should make it. Well, yeah, well, also, but just, like, but yeah, but you know, a white man spoke to him like that. A white man disregarded his experience and just said, you should be able to do this. And that's what I saw. And it's across the board, this, this, and I loved Asia O'Hara for stepping up and saying, but this is a mental health issue. This is, now we're telling her that when she walked out that door, that storyline, that she had is wrapped up because now no one went out for her and also she did not do the wrong thing walking out separating yourself and not acknowledging it Period. is what you need to do because you're not giving them the energy because you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't and that's what my therapist said Period. Period. Um, but the thing is, uh, the platform is, is so large. Um, and I'm not saying, let's be clear, the, edu- the literature and the research supports people of color don't have to carry additional burden. RuPaul has been through so much, and I'm acknowledging that. So does he have to constantly educate people? No. no. Could he hire and get other people to do that? Yes. <laughs> and be in solidarity, though. And be in sol- solidarity. Right. And, and, like, and speak from your, speak your experience. How does it feel? What is your black experience? So you can, like, again, share that relatability, that exposure, that exposure to that story. Because, again, if you don't tell your story, you let other people tell your story. And now people are saying, people are giving him that, again, I don't care about black lives story. Right. And so you, if it mattered to you, you should step up for it. But... Um, we are excited for All Stars 5. We're excited for our girls to show and shine. Um, and we just want to extend a congratulations once again to our winner, Jada Essence Hall, the Essence of Beauty. That was our winner, the winner. We were saying our winner when Monet won, but she is the winner. <laughs> She's the, the winner. winner. Um, I'm so inspired by her. I, I'm so inspired by her look. Her, I've tried to like copy her the entire time just so I can feel Essence of Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> That. It just it, it, it hit you, it hit you. Halfway through the season, halfway through it did hit me. Halfway through the season, since Jaden wanted to win himself and wait to her tutorial to the end or whatever. Um, but in terms of advocacy, what have we been doing? Um, again, protesting. We've been out there. We've been out there fighting the left, the fight, and speaking up for the voices. But also, we've been donating and. Um, We've we're successful in raising about a hundred dollars in my fitness class. Uh, this or, earlier this week, last week, last Saturday, I did a fitness class, and the donations um, from that class, sixty five percent of it went to organizations like Black Lives Matter, the Minnesota Fund, Freedom Fund, and the Black Lives Matter DC chapter. I'm also doing a class this weekend where again a portion of the class is going to go to uh, the Black Visionary Collective. Um, rock the rock the rock the block. Reclaim the block. Reclaim the block. And other organizations. And we have been working with our grant from three or five uh, to again make content specifically speaking to the Latino experience as well as the American experience. Again, uplifting Black and Brown voices. Um, but with all that, you know, we are getting y'all white guilt. 
What's white guilt, man? What is white guilt? It's this thing that white people, you know, they see things. Oh, my God. I see racism a lot. They're really talking about killing. This is, like, really uncomfortable because I don't have to deal with this in my normal life. I'm going to text my black friends or just people that I just feel bad and just say, like, I'm here for you. Like, I, I did my part, you know. I want to talk to you. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk to <laughs> For you. For some reason. Um, now now that now that people are getting killed. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I also, guess it's the reason behind this, um, it. It's also this uh, guilt of, I don't know, wait, did I benefit from white privilege at some point? Do I deserve what I've gotten? You know, like, have I done people wrong? Um, the answer's probably yes. Uh, the answer is probably yes. <laughs> and it's not no shade. No the thing shade. Is, probably yes. You have done things wrong um, just because America is built on racism. So you are inherently. You're uh, built up to do it. Do it. That's what you do. And that's uh, fine. But you have to work against it. But now you know. Exactly. But now you know. And this is the way not to do. Wait, don't do this. Wait. Um, like I said, you've gotten some texts. I've gotten some texts from people of our past. And, um, and, and like we I don't said, talk to on the regular. You know what I mean? Well, I, mine was more of a fallout. We don't talk at all. Um, but it was more of, again, it, more, it was more of, it felt like a trap. It felt like you can either accept what I'm giving you, which is thank you for, I guess, opening my eyes to race relations. Um, or you, you can say, and I can feel better, like, oh, I did the right thing. Or I can say, well, you're not acknowledging all you did, everything you did. You're not acknowledging this, this, this. And I, I, I but like I said, when you don't have the time or energy, if you've, kind of let if, if you haven't reached out to that person in about a year chances are just leave it alone and show your advocacy through stepping up through having the conversations you're supposed to do the research so you can put your use your pedestal use your privilege and do something with it however what not to do is waste that it's that quick fix it's like a, it's like jerking off it's like you know what I'm saying ah. it is it's like oh I, I'm so fucking guilty okay thank you what would I jerk or, uh, you know, a flick for you. So. <laughs> for you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dirty girl. Anyway. Mm. Um, but, you know what? I was, you know, it's funny because this is a fun little topic that we were, good about, we were, we were thinking about. But what we've noticed throughout this time is old people are old. And we don't think. Old. Old. <laughs> Old. We don't think the world's changing, and apparently, this large platform that we love—we <laughs> love Freeze Media. Again, y'all entertain us, y'all inform us, y'all always are on the right side of history. I must say, we always except are like, when it comes to Onika Italian Mirage. But that's true. That's true. Oh yeah, because where's your girl? Where's 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 Bibi? <laughs> um, but they thought textbooks were a thing. <laughs> I just want to say, not just them, a lot of people. I think the shade room would do the same thing. And I just want you to know, I know a lot of girls that have been in school in a while, and that's okay. But I do want you to use your common sense. It is 2020. <laughs> do you read books? <laughs> um, you're on your phone. You're on your iPad. You're on your Fire Stick, right? You're, you all jailbroke it, I know. Um, and, and you don't really pick up text. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so the idea that kids are, can you demonstrate for me? Um, oh. it, that is the 1950s, and a kid is lumbering their books <laughs> like Hermione Granger, honey, girl, to class. Like, oh no, they're FaceTiming and cyberbullying. That's what they're fucking doing in school, honey. They're not. 
and I carry books around. You know why? Because it's on the internet. What's the answer? Fucking Google it, bitch. <laughs> All you have to do is give them the assignment and, and the reference text. As a teacher for a number of years, I like literally never use books. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. I, again, I must say, I was with Fridge Media. I thought you were still carrying textbooks. I am reading wow. again. I'm reading again, y'all. I'm reading the again. The Shea Room was most people's I am reading again. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I'm reading, and I must say that I only can read if I have a book in my hand. I cannot do these. Right, but you are 35, and for a lot of us younger people, um, I just don't get that, Mom. <laughs> Go to your room. Go to your room. Family, you got to deal with them, right? Well, final transition over. Oh, girl. This hair in my face. This hair in my face. Can I I transition my face? This queer um, right here (laughs) has finally opened up his um, Kinsey scale to his family, pretty much. His, her, they. <laughs> because they know it. you as he, no, they know you as he though. They've known you as he, but now your family is starting to like see you as they. Um, something super interesting that has come out from quarantine is that people are a lot more on social media, and like now I do have certain family members that follow me that have found me, uh, which is interesting. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I think it's a beautiful thing. I love it. I think that as long as they like my stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty right. Yeah, if you're liking. Like it, like it, support it. But yeah, because I think I don't see that for my family yet because gender is such a construct in Latin community that I don't think, and I know it is in the black community, so it's like so beautiful to see in your in your family right now. But I also think it comes from, like I said, language. Language is power, and I don't have the language right now, I guess. I, it's hard for me to explain but the language is gender, you know what I mean? Yeah. The language is wholly gendered, yeah. and sometimes just being English in an English-speaking or predominantly English-speaking area is, is a privilege in itself, just because yeah. you do have room for expression and understanding in a way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, Nunu, how can everyone help the cause? This The cause is not over. It's June. What are we doing to step up for the queer community this June? Uh, we're looking inside ourselves just to make sure that we are um, checking our privileges because we all have different identities. We are making sure that we are using our platforms to amplify the voices that need to be amplified. But also we're donating. We're donating to the Black Collective, Black Visions Collective. We are donating to Black Lives Matter. We're donating to Reclaim the Block and other causes that are really getting the message out there. Because, again, it doesn't matter... At the end of the day, you can talk the talk and walk the walk, but are you are you putting the money where your mouth is? Are you supporting with your pocket? Because at the end of the day, it's our money. This, If you donate, this is for a cause that can help everyone. So make sure, because you wouldn't have pride without people like me and her. Follow Nunu Paris, y'all. And Rafiolika Onika. And follow us on Twitter at WDDI Podcast. Oh, yeah, now that you care about it. And Instagram. We have IGTV videos every Friday at 12, hopefully. And, and YouTube. <laughs> and YouTube. And YouTube. And RedTube. And <laughs> the people talk about RedTube. Is OnlyFans cancel out everything. Well, I don't ha- I don't check OnlyFans because I don't have them. Um, you have to pay for it. I know. You broke, bitch. Um, but <laughs> you have who, are you? Who, who are you be watching? Myself. <laughs> I'm a demon son. All right, y'all. I will check you out on OnlyFans. And happy pride. Happy pride.